Hello, hello, listeners to the Third Way Podcast. Welcome to another Manalog episode. This one is called Learning to Dance. Dance and I have a long, uh, troubled, uh, avoidant relationship. <laughs> um, I grew up in a, in a church, as many of you know, that if they'd had aspirations for power, would have been the kind of people that would have banned dancing in the town. Um, so I had a a built-in sort of social conditioning related to dance itself. But I also was terrified of anything that would make me look incompetent in front of people. And so I avoided dancing whenever I could. However, in since meeting Virginia, who is an amazing dancer and comes from a culture where dance is as, as natural as, as breathing in many cases, um, I have been exposed to a, a lot more dance. In our wedding, which is two days from when I'm recording this, we're going to have a first dance. We're going to have a blended culture of dance, you know, American dance music, Latin American music, country music, a few things. And so I secretly have been taking dance lessons, um, without Virginia knowing it, um, because it was important to me that I at least have some level of competency. And in that process of taking these dance lessons, um, I could feel all of these past fears and all these old social conditionings coming up over and over and rising to the surface. And I recalled in the midst of feeling those feelings that Maybe six years ago, I started to get a message in, in meditation that I needed to dance. And I thought it was foolishness, um, especially considering where I was at, in life at the time. Why would I dance? And so I'm recalling those. I'm recalling that message. I'm recalling those insecurities. Um, I am noticing how my Ego is responding to failure, repeated failure in the process. But something cracked open in me, first as a realization that I stopped learning, probably my junior year in high school. And what I mean by that is, if I've been interested in something, I would learn it on my own. I'm very autodidactic. But if I had to take lessons of any sort, I just wouldn't do it. And I just avoided anything that I didn't feel like I was going to be good at um, for the reasons that I mentioned of insecurity and low self-esteem, whatever. What I realize now is that it's not really learning the skill. It's just not about perfection. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever be a good dancer. My, my goal is to be in a, especially in a Latin American setting, the best, the, the gringo that can dance the best. <laughs> That's my goal. Um, but it's not really about the skill I'm learning. It's that there's a process of breaking down the ego and learning how to fail that unlocks a part of yourself. And I realize almost as if it were a protective parent that my ego has 
kept me from a lot of experiences. It kept me from playing and uh, doing many uh, school activities. I had one futile attempt at playing football my junior year of high school. And then throughout life, uh, in those many years of just not doing things like skiing or snowboarding or trying to surf or essentially anything that required me to use my body or my or, and my hands, I just avoided. And so I'm learning how I'm learning a, a, a skill, if you will. I don't know if I ever will be skilled. And I found that there's a code. And for those of you that are more mentally disciplined or you have a background in learning something that, you know, takes practice, this will not be news to you, but it was news to me. Um, and that is that it takes first the right mindset. Um, I have to want to do it. I, I can't, I don't necessarily need to be enthusiastic or have lots of courage. I just need to be committed to doing it. Um, I need to have the mindset of uh, Shoshin, the beginner's mind. I need to have, I need to be humble. Those are all mindsets. Um, then there's the technique, of course. And that's learning and watching. Um, I've had an amazing instructor um, in the, in the secret dance lessons. And Virginia is an amazing dance coach as well. So really paying attention to the technique and then it's reps. And it's interesting. I coached football for 15 years and I preach this. You got to get your reps in, you got to get your reps in, you know, whether it's quarterbacks and your feet and the way you throw to, you know, the, just the skills of being an athlete, you have to get your reps in. Then you have to fail. I coined the term a few years ago that art is failure. That is its nature. And so I am beginning to understand that any practice is its own kind of art. And failure is part of it. And then eventually improvement. And that eventually is, I think, incremental. Um, it's not necessarily like bamboo where it's, it's just quietly growing underneath the surface then one day bursts forth. I don't think it's like that. Maybe for some things, but for dance it certainly hasn't been. It's just incremental improvement and then you see progress. And I think at some point in this, there's mastery, but mastery isn't being better than everyone else at whatever it is. Mastery is being the best that you can be at it. And so when I think back to that message um, that I received, that I needed to dance, learn how to dance. Certainly, that has to do with being a great partner to Virginia, because dance is such an important part of, of her life. Yes, that's true. But also, at a spiritual level, it is unlocking parts of me I didn't know were there, and it is unshackling me from fear, uh, that, you know, the ego has used to try to protect me. And so I think this model of mindset, technique, repetition, failure, improvement, mastery, I'm curious about what else I can apply it to. Um, I'm curious about learning Spanish this way or other languages. Maybe there's something I can learn to do with my hands I don't know. 
But what I know is if I don't, if I'm afraid to do it, I'll never do it. And what I know is, is that if I'm afraid to do it, I need to do it because it's, it's going to teach me something about myself, not just the skill itself. That's all for today.